0: You've heard about block parties, but have you ever considered organizing a block party for outreach? How could your church or church group organize a block party and use it to share the gospel and reach individuals and families for Christ? Join us today as I interview Nancy Stollard. She was involved with her congregation as they organized a block party for outreach. We'll learn how they planned it, what was included to make it fun and successful, and how your church or church group could also organize a block party for outreach. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries. Thanks for listening. Welcome, Nancy. Thanks so much for being my guest today on Family Shield.
1: Thanks. It's good to be here
0: again. Well, it's always good to have you with us. <laughs> Tell us why you and your congregation decided to organize a Gospel Outreach Block Party.
1: Well... Um- in areas where there might not be churches or just any neighborhood that you have, it's just always a really great way to get people who aren't used to coming to church. Everyone will come to a block party. When you get a bounce house out there and games and food, hot dogs, you know, chips, fruit, it just draws the whole community in. And it's a really great way then to meet these people um, for the first time and to get information and then just to welcome them into your church and get them to come you know, to other church activities that you may have. I thought it was a
0: great idea, and maybe you've heard about it, but I had never heard about having a block party for outreach. I have heard of block parties. Mm -hmm. I have never been to one, but I've always thought it sounds like such a great idea to meet neighbors in today's world when we don't always know all of our neighbors. So tell us just a little bit about the early preparation and what was involved and what was needed.
1: Well, you need to be very organized if you're going to do a block party. So um, one thing you need to do ahead of time is to get a big committee of people. And you can make these block parties as big or as small as you want. If you have a lot of people and a lot of money, you can do a lot of things. You can keep it very simple. Um, You know, there is no real real right or wrong way um, to do one. But you do need to figure out what kind of food you're going to have. You need to figure out what kind of games you're going to have. You're going to f- figure out what kind of things you're going to give away, if you're going to give away small toys or stuffed animals. And then you also need um, ahead of time to set the time, date, location, and then most importantly make up flyers and then canvas that neighborhood probably twice, like maybe two weeks before and then maybe like three or four days before with flyers and even knocking on doors if you can see people you know mm-hmm. who are out um, to really get the word out. That sounds great. So you use a lot of volunteers because
0: of that, correct? Yes, yes. And
1: the volunteers can do anything. Maybe some people only want to hand out the flyers. Maybe some people only want to hand out food and they're shy and they don't want to talk to people. But other people love to talk and interact. So you can use any kind of volunteer. That's great. That's great. And
0: so you could also use groups like Brownie groups or Cub Mm -hmm. Scout groups to help with those solicitation, putting out those flyers and that type of thing. Right. Yes. Wonderful. So you talked about food. Uh, Just give us a picture. If someone was to walk through your block party, what are some of the things they would see happening?
1: Um, Well, the first thing um, that you would come to would be the registration table. And to me, this is one of the most important pieces that you need to have in place. And you want to have a table kind of at at the entrance where they can come in. We usually have um, the other items around a perimeter to make like a big square. And so, but you want to have that at the front where people walk in because you want to be sure to catch them. Because it is nice to have a fun day and they could come to the block party and enjoy it. But if you don't do any follow up, then you don't really. Mm-hmm. get to minister to them a lot. So um that is simply has a table with two or three people. You've got the form that the people fill out. We ask for their name, um their address, email, cell phone if they want to give it, and then we list how many children they have, and then the child's age. So then we kind of know you know what age the children are. And then I can talk later about follow-up, how we do that. So the next thing at that table also, they get a bag, and they write their name on the bag, and that way they can walk around and put items that they win in the bag, um, or the food, if they want to take that home, they can put that in the bag. Um, And then they also get some tickets that are stapled to the bag, and there will be five or six different colors. And as they go around, there's five or six different tables with those tablecloth colors on there. So you go up to the pink table, you're allowed to get one item off of that, and that worker would peel off that ticket. So the registration table is very important, and it's good to have several people there who are quick and organized and to kind of get that going. And then from there, they just walk around with their bag. Um, we have everything from children's books, and a lot of times these are gently used, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, stuffed animals. We usually have a girl table of toys, a boy table of toys. And again, as they walk up to those particular tables, they're allowed to take one item off and then tear off the ticket. So you do need a person at each table monitoring those to tables. To make sure they're
0: not gra- and all, kinds oh, all of them. Stuff. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. And so, again, you can have as many tables as you have stuff. I put the word out and I always have friends that donate all kinds of items. We rarely have to buy anything. Is that right? Yeah. People will just donate and a lot of it's gently used, but some mm-hmm. people will donate new items. Um and then from there, they go around, and there will be several different games that they're going to play. And those games, some of them have prizes. Um, like if we had a break-a-plate game, so that was kind of a more expensive game, so they could only play something like that once. But other games, it's beanbag toss. Um, you might have like uh, a wooden you know, clown that has holes in it. You throw the bean bags mm-hmm. through. So there's that. There's all kinds of just yard games, even um, like jarts and washers, things like that. We even just have footballs, um, bubbles. I mean, there's just all kinds of stations. Again, it's whatever your creative volunteers come up with mm-hmm. is what you can do. There is no right or wrong, you know, game to have. And then we have the food table. Mm. And so um, that's pretty nice. And again, with the food, you can make it as complicated or simple Sometimes we have done hamburgers and hot dogs wow. um, to hand out. Free? And they, uh, yes, free, mm-hmm. but they do have a ticket. Oh, okay. So again, that would be like the green table. And so that way you come and you get either one hamburger or one hot dog. Uh-huh. So this little ticket system that's stapled to the bag is like the golden ticket. Because <laughs> if you staple it to the bag, they won't lose it. So uh-huh. I had figured that out because one year we didn't staple it oh, and there were yeah. tickets everywhere. But you do kind of have to monitor because unfortunately sure. we have a budget. And we yes. if 50 people are coming... And they each take, you know, the first 25 take two hamburgers. Mm-hmm. There's not enough left for the right. other people. Right. We've done cotton candy. We've done popcorn in bags. Um, we've done popsicles. You can do bags of chips. You can do little baggies of like two slices of apples and a couple grapes in there if you mm-hmm. want to be healthy because mm-hmm. I'm all yeah. about <laughs> healthy eating <laughs> uh-huh. and everything. Um, so, again, it's it's whatever you want, some cookies in a baggie. And like I said, the more expensive items you do tickets for, everything else they can come back. And, of course, we always have a big um, – Kitty swimming pool oh. that has um, ice in it, and that has all the water bottles and the juice pouches in it. And when it's hot, so we do that. Um, and so that's kind of it for the food. So, again, it can be as big or small as you want it to be. So it's mm-hmm. just kind of a mix of, you know, fun things. And what know, that people they do. maybe have ideas or want to organize, yeah. like
0: face painting. I'm yeah. sure you oh, did. Oh, I
1: forgot. Yes. Balloons. So, uh, having, okay, so all of those things are kind of out in the sunshine because okay. we only had one tent. So now let me talk about the tent. The, in there, we had things that were a little... Um, more difficult to do like the face painting so we had one of those pop-up tents or the um mm-hmm. what do we call those canopies sure and then we had a couple long tables and chairs under that so we usually have four things under that we usually have balloon making because it takes a while and you don't want that person oh, out in sure. the sun yeah. so you need someone with big lungs that can <laughs> blow those long balloons and uh-huh. then make balloon animals oh those are cute and if you can't do balloon animals you just Tie a little thing and you put it on their head like a crown. I mean, we made lots of crowns. The other table is face painting. And you really need someone who can face paint because I cannot face paint. So, like, they the first time we had a block party, the leader put me on face paint and the kids said, Mom, we don't want to scare the kids, do we? No, I can't face paint. Yeah. But people can do that. And then we also have um, gospel bracelets that we make and so someone sits and tells the kids the different colored beads, you know, the black for sin, the red for Jesus blood, the white that were washed clean. So you go through that story and you allow the children to assemble the gospel bracelets. And then we had a little card we handed out that had the Bible verses along with that. Oh good. Yeah. So those are kind of the main things we did under the tent because it required sitting down on a chair, Mm -hmm. you know, in a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. So, um, again, I love those three activities under the tent. So it sounds like a lot of what you're
0: focusing on is for the children of Mm -hmm. all ages. Right. But do you interact as well with the parents? You want the parents there, our grandparents, correct? Yes, we do. We do. And, of
1: course, they can play the games, too, if they want to. Um, And they get to enjoy the food. Mm -hmm. Um, We did have, along with the children's book table, this time we were actually, a lot of people donated um adult like Christian books. Mm. And so I was really excited. nice. So I took a gallon Ziploc bag and I put a book in the bag, and then we had like a little cross and then we had a um like a daily bread or portals of prayer, okay. some kind of devotion booklet mm-hmm. in there too. And so each parent had a ticket for a book, and they got to go and pick a bag oh, off the table good. too. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. So it's a good way to witness. so yeah.
0: That's awesome. Well, so that's just a little bit of some of the ways that someone some of the things you did that when people walk through, they mm-hmm. would see. Yeah. And and I was thinking, too, as they did the balloon animals, they could also if they're able to talk about God's creation. That's and right. How he created the animals. And, talk about Noah's you know, Ark. Just, again, depending on the person and what their gifts are. Some right. don't feel comfortable doing that and right. some might. Yeah. 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 Good. good. Well, talk a little bit about some of the volunteers and what they did. I, I noted you shared some of the things. You had prayer walkers and yes. I was so, I love to be involved with prayer groups. And yes. I thought, what a great idea, but I had no idea exactly what you meant yeah, by that.
1: Yeah, well, the prayer walker, That's those are some of my favorite people. I mean, they're really behind the scenes, people who just really believe in the power of prayer. And they would just simply walk around the perimeter of our whole act you know, the whole park there, and just pray, you know, for safety for everyone, that the interactions are going well, that the kids really listen to the gospel story, that that would really, you know, work in their heart. And then they also would walk, like, the streets around there, just up and down, and just talking about, you know, praying that God would bless the homes and that the parents would be good leaders and, you know, unity Mm -hmm, for the neighborhood mm -hmm. and all that. So I think prayer walking is very important. That's great. So you did it the day of the event. Correct, yes. But they could... You could have do it. Prayer previous. walks mm-hmm. before, right? A, well, the event as well. When I hand out flyers, I pray too. So okay. I prayer walk and hand out flyers the Good. week before. So Good. you can do two things there. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. But I like when the activity is actually going on do it, you to you know do just pray too. that God would yeah. just bless your ha- bless yeah. the work of your hands right. and let the people really open their hearts to what you're trying to say. We're not just trying to serve hot dogs and right. Popcorn. You want to have uh, an
0: opportunity to share the message of That's God's right. love with a- each and every one of those That's people. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's great. And then also then the the prayer station. I um, mm-hmm. forgot to mention that, yeah. too. That's a very important part. We what had did a, you do with that? We had a table, and of course we had a little tent over it. And it was kind of funny because some people would sit there simply because they um, wanted to get out of the sun. <laughs> but we had Bibles, and we had devotion books there, and we had people there who would simply pray oh. or just simply share more about the gospel. Okay. And that was a time to do one-on-one with people. Sure, sure. Wonderful, wonderful. You also talk about minglers. Mm-hmm. What are minglers? I love minglers. I'm a great mingler. I <laughs> <laughs> That you are. I am a good mingler. <laughs> so minglers are just, they have no other job that day to walk around but just to mingle. And they would especially talk with the parents. And they would see a parent kind of standing back watching their child, you know, play a game, throw a ball or whatever. And they would be like, hi, you know, my name's Nancy. You know, do you live in this neighborhood? Um, you know, do you you know, tell me about your kids. And you don't want to start right away about God, but you Mm -hmm. just kind of ask about their kids and you kind of hear their needs or their ages. And then you say, well, you know what? Our church has a great kids program and we would love to have you come on a Sunday morning or we got VBS coming up or we got a Christmas program or, you know, youth group or whatever. So you kind of just engage with the parents and just let them know what opportunities are available. Mm -hmm. Good,
0: good. So I'm sure, and you've mentioned other ways volunteers work. How many volunteers did you have for your event? Um, for this
1: last one, we probably had about 25. Wow. Total, yeah. And then you've got the follow-up. If you want to talk about follow-up yeah. for a minute. So um, then some people at the end, then, would we take all of the um, – well, first of all, can we talk about prizes? Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing that we have at a table, I forgot to say, when they check in, if they fill out the form – They get to have some tickets and they're the tear off just raffle tickets where they put one in their pocket and then take the other one. And so we have adult prizes and then we have kid prizes and they get to go and put their ticket in the little bucket. And so, you know, the adult things might even just be like you know, laundry soap, laundry basket, you know, just real practical things because usually we do this in a mobile home community. Okay. Um, there are family game nights where we might have like the game, you know, Twister or some other board game and then we would put like some chips and salsa in there. So those are kind of the adult things that we would do. We also had some handyman things like we would just have... Hammer, screwdrivers, and gloves in case someone had to do repairs like that. And then for the kids, we would have as many things as we could get. And a lot of people donated money. So we went and actually bought, like, some skateboards and some Mm -hmm. scooters. We actually had some really nice gifts this last time. So the kids go by, and they put their little ticket in. But they can only do that if they fill out the form. Okay. Because I have figured out, (laughs) yes, to get their address so you can follow up. It's really nice to, you know, have them fill that out. So they fill all that out. So then they go and do all, all the things. and then we tell them that we do the drawing is at the end. And so we don't want to give away the gifts until yeah. they hear the gospel presentation. okay.
0: Let me make a few announcements sure. and then we'll go continue okay. talking about some of those. Uh, outreach strategies that you're talking about. (laughs) Today, Family Shield is giving away the booklet First Class Faith Sharing. To request a complimentary copy, call the Family Shield Response Center at 1-877-250-8416 or email us at witness. To Family at gmail.com. That's witness to TO Family at gmail.com. Family Shield Ministries is a recognized service organization of the Lutheran Church Missouri Senate. It coordinates the educational and evangelism ministries, including its weekly Family Shield radio program that's heard throughout the United States also our podcast, and it ministers to individuals and families through the Counter Cult Ministry. Family Shield is self-supporting and self-governing. Thank you for your prayers and support. We also want to alert our listeners to the Association of Lutheran Mission Agencies annual conference. Family Shield is one of their sponsors. The Association of Lutheran Mission Agencies annual conference will be January 30th and 31st at the Crown Plaza Airport Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. Join other mission minded organizations and leaders as we focus on telling mission stories that motivate. Learn more about ALMA, A-L-M-A, its membership and conference speakers and topics on their website at www.almanetwork.org. We encourage listeners to sign up to receive the Family Shield email newsletter on our website at www.familyshieldministries.com. You can also connect to us through the Family Shield Facebook page. Now I want to go back to our guest Nancy Stollard. We're talking about block parties for outreach. Before we continue our discussion, though, I do want to mention that Nancy has a little video. That's yeah. that's how I learned about this that was on Facebook. And when we do our podcast, we're going to try to attach that, that, link. Mm-hmm. that link so that you can, you can't on radio see it, but <laughs> right. if you get our podcast, you'll be able to see just that little clip because a picture is worth a thousand words isn't it nancy and you can
1: just see how we're just out in this big field and it's you know just we just put our stuff up and people just come so you can you can literally do this anywhere so
0: so before we i went to some announcements you were talking about several things but i want to come back to the fact that you're not spending a lot of money Mm -mm. you're advertising it to the church members mm-hmm. and they're even if they can't help and be a volunteer mm-hmm. they're donating money or things Items that mm. make this a success. Right, yeah. And uh, so it's really very uh, dependent on volunteers mm-hmm. and supporters. Right,
1: yes, yeah. it is. And, you know, I mean, everyone can buy an extra bag of cookies for you when yeah, they go to the, the store. Yeah. Or a lot of people have a lot of Christian books that they've read once, and they're just sitting on their shelves. And they look like new, are not they? They do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we just kind of recycle all of those things and just make them up. So we were talking about the prizes. And right. so, again, you can tell people, you know, maybe every Sunday school class can make a basket to donate, oh, you know, yeah. and it can be kind of any theme. And you know, we have, you know, girls and boys, you know, young and old. We had like art kits. We had, And you can see on the video some of the different kits, you know, that we had. So anyway, so the kids are putting all these tickets in. And so everyone's kind of, you know, put their tickets in. And they go and enjoy for about two hours. And the whole event was about two and a half hours. Oh, and that's was kind of a good that. amount the, of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to make it too long because we had to be there almost an hour ahead of time to set up. Set up hour to clean up. So yeah, yeah. you have to think of your volunteers. And you said you had it. You had it in a. um uh, um, it was just like a field that was kind of in the middle of the whole mobile home community. Mobile home park. Community. Yeah. yeah, so you can, you know, just if you can get a little park or a corner of something, or if you're doing it in your own community. I was going to say, I think that backyard would be nice or, to do too. You know. I was
0: telling somebody the other day, I think in most communities in the United States, 50%, at least 50% of your neighbors mm-hmm. are going to be unchurched or unsaved. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so, so uh, you know, it, it may not be as easy to share the gospel message when you're just having it outside of your house. But yeah. uh, that's great. Well, let's talk a little bit more about those uh, effective outreach strategies that you used and have mm-hmm. learned over the years you were talking about uh, the tickets and the different ways yes. you do that why is it so important to build relationships
1: with the children and their families when you're there mm-hmm. it is and that's the whole reason we're there i mean it is nice to have a fun saturday afternoon where we're doing some fun things but you want to be building those relationships mm-hmm. and so also you want to be able to present them with the gospel so Absolutely. we kind of we we, we make the baskets because we do want to bless them physically with a gift um, mm-hmm, for coming, mm-hmm. but also that kind of is the carrot that we hold up sure. to keep them to stay. Yeah. Otherwise, they kind of get their so hamburger. So you wait
0: till the very end That's to give right. those out. That's yeah. right.
1: So the, about ten minutes before we're done with the whole event, um, we do our what we call our gospel presentation, and we have everybody sit down. So it's nice to have folding chairs if you can. So everyone sits down, and then someone just simply shares, you know, their story or you know God's love. I mean, we just keep it very simple, very basic. Um, a lot of these people have never gone to a church. Right. They don't understand even what the word salvation yeah. means. Yeah, you got to keep the words simple. Yeah, very and, simple. And explain when they do ask questions. Right, and we do um, go through the gospel bracelet again because we tell the parents your child's coming home with a gospel bracelet. We go over the color of the beads and what that means, mm-hmm. um, and just very simply we ask if anybody has any prayer requests um, that we could pray. You mm-hmm. know, and then we do pray all out loud together, and then we get to the fun part, which is drawing of the tickets. So each each basket had like a little cup that had the tickets. So we just take that cup in that prize we hold it up we pull out a ticket and that child gets a gift so they walk away with something fun you know and we try to do like we tried to have almost like twenty five small baskets. It's better than a couple big things because mm-hmm. you want every family to at least have something, something you know yeah. to walk away. Yeah. And then from that, then the follow-up that we do is that we have those cards and we first we do a mailing to everyone and mm-hmm. we thank them for Dude. coming. Oh. And we say, you know, we're really glad you came and we let them know um, our church time, our church services, the youth group what's going on, if we have preschool, whatever. Um, if we have Christmas coming our up, vacation you know, Bible school yeah, coming VBS up. Coming That's up whatever. A good one. Mm-hmm. That's right, and then um, we let them have a phone number of uh, one of us, of a contact person, to call back if they would like. And then we do go and knock on their door. Deal. Yeah, about a week later. Yeah, and just say, you know, we're here, and we're you know, glad you know. came. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because we actually in this community, we go on Thursdays. Um, well, now we moved to Sundays, but we take our church van and actually go pick up kids. Oh, sure. And so those new addresses, we just uh-huh. knocked on the door and said, "Does your child want to come today oh, to our little Bible Kids Club?" Sure. You know, some of them say yes one of them kind of slammed the door but you know you get both sides <laughs> yeah, so um yeah. but at least we have the contact info to try to communicate.
0: So now at the very end, you do a gospel presentation. Is it just a bracelet or do you have someone do a devotion? Yeah,
1: a little bit of both, yeah. And we just very simply just explain how, you know, we're all sinners and how Jesus came to save us. And again, just try to keep it very short and in just simple language, you know. Mm -hmm. um, For them to understand. Right, yeah. yeah, Because I think a lot of these people have never gone to church before. So Uh you don't want to get complicated theology going on. So Okay, good. Well, tell us about... um,
0: some uh, a story about someone that has been impacted Mm -hmm. that came either Mm -hmm. there or afterwards
1: yeah well a lot of the kids um you know it's hard in this community a lot of their prayer requests are you know my dad got laid off again or my dad's in jail or you know we don't really have food to make it through Mm -hmm. the week Mm -hmm. and it's really just kind of you know heart-wrenching um, but a lot of the kids have just said you know they're so thankful that we come and do these parties and then with the follow-up we do once a week this little bible kids club and uh, do don't... many of them mm-hmm. end up coming? oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah we got about 20 kids that come wow. on a regular basis yeah and i mean it's just so neat to see their faith grow and they'll ask questions about what we learned last week and i'm thinking wow they were kind of rowdy, but actually they, they were, were paying listening. attention, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so you really just see their faith grow, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and they just want to know more about Jesus and what it means to be a Christian. Nice. And, you know, they're starting to get nicer to each other and behave mm-hmm. a little better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so we see a lot of growth in the children, oh, which is exciting. Fantastic. It keeps us going back. Sure. Do you also
0: uh, ever hear from any of the moms or dads or grandmas or grandpas? Mm-hmm. Tell, yeah. Us, yeah. tell us about a story or an impact mm-hmm. of one of them.
1: Well, I know it's really nice, um, you know, they say how much this program means to them, and they're just so grateful that they can send their child... You know, to our program, um, the day of, of course, with the block parties, a lot of them are thanking us. I mean, because oh, sure. you know, you're providing a you're meal providing for them, something. right, and some fun and some entertainment and all that. And some of the same families keep coming back. Oh, you know, year after year. How many years have you been doing? This? Um, I think about three, and oh, we nice. do two to three of these block parties a year. Oh,
0: do you really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow.
1: So you guys are pros at this. And then, well, when yeah. I <laughs> when
0: I heard about it, I felt like it would be a wonderful uh, program to do, so that. People in congregations Mm -hmm. that are always wanting to do outreach but can't think of anything to do Mm -hmm. would hear about it and realize they're not going to do it by themselves. They're going to have to get a group of volunteers together, but they could start small. It doesn't have to be anything Large.
1: And this has grown. And now at Easter time, we do an egg hunt and then we have Easter baskets that people have donated. So each child walks away with a basket oh. that's wrapped and they get to hunt eggs. Nice. And then at Christmas time, we're gearing up for our Christmas party, which again is donated items. We've got the pink table, the blue table, the black table, and we have all these different gifts. We have hats and gloves, we've got toys, we've got gifts they can give their parents. And so, you know, we just kind of keep doing these different activities um, mm-hmm. just to bless them, nice. you know, and to build community with them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think to some extent, the uh, block party for outreach kind of reminds me of uh, everybody knows what vacation Bible school yes. is, but mm-hmm. some people have done vacation Bible schools in their home. Yes. And invited the neighborhood children. Mm-hmm. And I love when they do those type yeah. of things. It does take work, and mm-hmm. um, uh, usually you need more than one person. Person right. handling all the kids. So we have about two minutes okay. left, Nancy. What else do you want our listeners to know?
1: That, again, you can just make this as big or small as you want and that you can do it. And... You know, the first time we did, we you know, you learn a lot and mm-hmm. you kind of You don't make always mistakes. do it right. That's right. But yeah. I've made some, we've made some mistakes. So hopefully you've learned if you've listened just to this right, <laughs> broadcast, right. you know, things like the registration table and registration. the tickets and things yeah. like that um, are just really, you know, important to have set up. Just have it planned out. But, you know, again, you just kind of have to go with the flow. You don't really know who God's going to bring through. Mm-hmm. You have to be flexible. But again, having people to talk to those parents, yeah. that's the main thing. I think that's great idea. Just that the parents know that we care and that lets them feel feel comfortable. Oh, well, I'll let you come again on a Sunday afternoon to the Kids Bible Club because they seemed like nice people. Yeah, they seemed like
0: nice people. Yeah, and that we
1: cared. And so Uh then they trust us to have our, you know, we have the kids for about an hour um, every Sunday. So, and that's just a lot of fun, too. So,
0: yeah, so it's, it's really fun. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, again, my guest has been Nancy Stollard, and we've been talking about How their congregation did a block party for outreach. Mm -hmm. And I just again want to recommend that our listeners think about doing something like this. Start small. That's right. Think about how you can do outreach, and we have a whole list of different ways congregations and individuals can share Mm -hmm. the message of God's love through Jesus Christ with people. And uh, I want to mention again that we're giving away the book, First Class Faith Sharing. You can call our response center 1-877-250-8416 or email us at witness2family at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Nancy, and thanks for listening. This is Kay Meyer with Family Shield. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com. Or write Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123. And tune in again next week
1: for Family Shield.